Spinebuster Sports presents Poetry Corner with Socks Sanchez. Turkey for the girls and turkey for the boys. My favorite kind of pants are corduroys. Gobble gobble goo, gobble gobble gickle. I wish turkey only cost a nickel. Oh, how I love turkey on Thanksgiving. And that was Poetry Corner with Socks Sanchez. Spinebuster Sports presents The Feast, hosted by Socks Sanchez. How this jam makes me want to sweat gravy. Good afternoon, probably good morning, maybe good evening. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It's The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports with Sir Poundcake. What up, party people? Sir Socks a lot. We have a celebrity guest in. Well, he's really an intern, but we'll get to that later. Welcome, everybody, to the Thanksgiving episode of The Feast, episode 13, the Pavel Datsuk episode. Kurt Warner. Thank you. Did you, did you like that video I put on Facebook with that little story of Kurt Warner? I, with the, on, is yeah. it the movie trailer? Yeah. Dude, I love them. Like, I've, I've watched that movie trailer so many times. Yeah, I, that was the first time I saw it the other day. That's other like than, my dude. Other than Anna Paquin playing his wife, I don't yeah, know how that's I feel pretty, about that. pretty freaking close, though, because she's a... I'm not even sure who is Dennis Quaid playing in that movie. Isn't it Dick Vermeil? Is he playing Dick Vermeil? Pretty sure. Because, like, oh, no, the other guy looks like Mike, Mike Martz. Martz. Mike yeah. Martz. That's why I kept getting thrown off. Yes, sir. Uh, episode 13, Thanksgiving episode. Uh, that poetry session was by the one and only Adam Sandler, the Thanksgiving song. So props to him and his wonderful lyrics for that. Verse 5, in case you want to know. Today's episode, we're going to talk to the hand. We're going to have full turkey spread, full turkey leg spread spread open that turkey with stuffing spread full spread i've told to watch my swearing this week by my mother so i'm gonna do my best so i'm gonna up my swearing this week wonderful should be proud what the fuck's up mama socks <laughs> here we go <laughs> told you uh and then we're gonna do some um predictions of some college football this weekend some betting things per se that'll give you a hint to maybe who our celebrity guest is it's not Don King. Jimmy the Greek. There you go. Kyle, how was your week? Good. You know, busy at work, mm. training the next generation of bartenders, which I feel like I've been doing for the last 15 years. And, and oh, yet I'm still there. That. Sorry. And yet I'm still there. Yeah, you're still there. I keep training new bartenders, and they leave, and I stay. Yeah, well, money's there. Fuck it. Yeah, no. I mean, screw it. That money being there. Um, <laughs> Want to do a quick little small freebie promotion to whoever has the best wet burrito in town, the cheesiest, wettest burrito in town. The black bean salsa will make your lips burn a little bit. That's at the Vicksburg Pub. 
Main Street Pub in Vicksburg. Tell Mike Moore I said hello and that you heard it from here first while you huffing and puffing. The best wet burrito in town. Hey, you know what? I'm doing what I'm telling and I he listens to us all the time. There you go. I'll get you know, I do love me some Mr. Moore and Mrs. Moore yeah. and the baby Moores. Yeah. So ha. Huh? Like j- just thank goodness that Pappy's is close. But they're close. So. Yeah. So uh, yeah. That, was, that was your argument. That's no That's argument. That's yeah, I got no argument. Also, I have a tweet of the day that I saw today. Ooh. I don't know who it was by. I saw Sock Sanchez tweet of the day. Um, due to inflation, Jay Z now has 112.69 problems. One of the best things I've seen on, that, on All right. paper. All right, I'll give you that. And then any SNL looks this weekend? Probably not. No, I was jam packed this weekend. There's a good packed full. There's a good Thanksgiving family day Target commercial. That was pretty good. <laughs> and then there's also a, they called it a karaoke recap. That was pretty good. There's a part where oh here let's listen to a father and daughter sing My Pony by Genuine, and that was awkward. And the last part, Keenan Thompson was like, "Yeah, that's something we all can't see." Yeah, it was pretty great. Oh goodness, good stuff there. Once again, we will have a little guest, uh, celebrity guest, kind of. Later celebrity. on in the show. Later on in the we show. Got, we got things to get to. What do, we, what do you want to get to first? Is it time? Is it time? Are we going to hit the crazy notes? Are we going to hit the music? Socks, gonna, tell me hit the music. Hit the music, Kyle. Full spread. Gobble, gobble, everybody. Full spread. Dirty turkeys, your dirties and your turkeys. Oh, the dirty turkeys. Dirty this jive week. turkeys. What do you got? All right, first thing on full spread this week: Buffalo Bills lose to the Indianapolis Colts. Get dominated. Green Bay loses. JTT. A, Green Bay. <laughs> Green Bay loses a close one to the Minnesota Vikings, and the Titans look like dog shit. Are embarrassed against the Houston Texans. Yeah. My question to you, Mr. Sanchez: mm. Is there a definitive Super Bowl frontrunner? Uh, Baltimore in my book. They went with a backup quarterback yesterday. They did. They did. They still have the same. Hey, they Chicago did. Chicago lost with a backup quarterback yesterday. Chicago is not good. No, I'm very well aware of that no. fact. You know, I mean, I remember when I brought up the point last week like when you were giving me crap about, oh, we're not going to give enough credit to the team that Seattle played last week. And the reason that I didn't is because they were playing Seattle. Bro, I don't. I don't need your negativity in my life. I'm okay? just saying, there's reasons why. I they also beat Arizona when Arizona was healthy. So in Arizona, so that's fine. Like, and that was probably the best but win so far this their, season. Their strategy but, of a game plan because we don't have a game plan. They're awful. I mean, if you want, if we can stay here and dissect Green Bay this much, can we spend a little more time on the Lions during uh, talk to the hand? Absolutely. At least I know where they're going. <laughs> you flippy floppy. I'm not flippity floppity. You know, Green Bay. Always has a game every year that they lose away to a division opponent. Okay. Minnesota would obviously obviously be that one this so year. So you still think their defense is underrated? No, I still like after yesterday, you're gonna see games. Uh, but Green Bay's not gonna face teams that have like Minnesota probably has the best wide receiver tandem in football. Uh, uh, Name who? Cooper Cup and Woods before he got hurt. Yeah, well, that's fair. But Woods is hurt, so. Yeah. Thielen and Jefferson. Yeah. But Green Bay's not going to face him. Well, I mean, we'll see. 
this weekend, we got the Rams versus the Packers in Green Bay. No. That'll be a big game. Like, it'll be interesting to see if uh, Rodgers can bounce back and that defense can. Rodgers had a hell of a game against No, Rodgers looked Minnesota. great. That's the thing. Was, like, that's it not was, the problem. It's the it defense. was the defense. But uh, we'll see this weekend when L.A. comes to town, if Green Bay can get things back to going again. I did enjoy Aaron Rodgers walking in with his with his t-shirt i don't know if you saw it where it was a picture of matt lafleur and says my coach is hotter than yours oh god now he's on his wiener yeah and then the titans just looked terrible they have sometimes they have one bad game within their division yeah no well Tannehill also threw four interceptions yesterday but you're gonna get that kind of i think it's that i think for them they're gonna be fine because it's just one game but i do it's gonna be fine too it's just one game but i had to give you shit and i think the the bills will be fine too like the bills always have issues with hard hitting but baltimore with a backup quarterback tyler tyler huntley no makes it happen yeah hey mark andrews had a good game and i was just happy to see him and freaking Devontae freeman and they didn't have hollywood yeah, they did not have Hollywood. You're correct. Sam. And, and they have like 18 lizard, running backs that are 36 and older. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. It's true. And they're still just pumping. So you're, you're going to continue to go with yeah. Baltimore and sing their praises, and yep. I'm going to continue to be the homer of the Green Bay Packers, as always. And San Francisco won, so they're 500. The season's still young. And uh, Jimmy G's playing some of his best football so Who far this year. will be a future Lion. Watch out for that. Ooh. Like that. That would be a solid little pickup for you guys. Wouldn't that be interesting? Because that's something dumb we would do. Yeah, you guys do like to pay. Old, so we'll old have we'll have Jared Goff and Jimmy. We'll have two JGs on our team. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. All right, moving on in full spread. Mm. Are we on Jonathan a Taylor cranberry yesterday? Cranberry sauce version. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor yesterday, 204. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, you mean? Jonathan Taylor Thomas, 204 yard, total yards, five touchdowns. We, now I believe leading the NFL. Yeah, he rushing. took over for Derrick Henry. Yeah. He's, a, he's got, what, eight straight games of 100 total yards? Yeah, right now he's got oh, about 14, 1,450 yards, total yards from scrimmage. And I know, I was, 15 looking, touchdowns. I was looking at our fancy football draft, and I was like – there's no way I could have had him because I picked Kelsey instead. But man, what a Dude. what a sexy, what a smart first round pick. Well, think about the fact that because he was of, in between. But one of us could have been one of us could have literally ended up with Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry. Yeah. Like thank goodness we did it, and Nappy's ass got yeah. Derrick Henry. But uh, Eckler goes for 115 yards and four touchdowns last night mm-hmm. as the Jay Chargers. Herbert. Jay Herbert. And then yeah, Justin. A bear who uh, who I always said was the best quarterback of that class. Yes, yeah. Four seventy one total yards. Listens to me. Went went for uh, three eighty one and ninety yards rushing. Yeah, he's and a, then three touchdowns. I love. But I'm, once again, even though I know the answer to this question because we cover it every single week, did Jonathan Taylor do anything to sway your MVP vote? MVP vote. Give him if he does it for two more weeks, he'll, he'll sway me because that's he's he's on a roll. He is definitely on a roll. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll talk then. I mean, I'm still I, – I, I tried to dig in today and figure out if there were really any – I don't know. I don't know statistically what kind of year he's having, but Joe Mixon's I feel like he's having a solid year. Joe Mixon did have a solid yesterday. That's for sure. He's been up and down, though. He has definitely had games where he hasn't shown up, and it's been I don't know more about that. He's always solid for me on fantasy, and I have him in all I mean, my leagues. I have him in a league, too. So. Yeah. But so. – uh, but Derrick Henry, I think, was your front runner. 
and they got hurt. Then on you know Lamar Jackson. Well, I kind of wonder. I, I tried to dive in. And I couldn't figure out anything on it about whether anyone had run won the MVP and missed games like mm. during the season, other than like a end of the season. It's like, a new era. Sit down it's game. An extra game. No, and that's fair. I guess that. But I mean, but I agree with that too. Like yeah. the part of the job is being durable and showing up to every game. Yeah, I mean, it could be rough for Jonathan. JTT to show you something. Who knows? The last the last seven weeks, Tom Brady will probably win it somehow. Yeah. So well, I mean, Tom Brady does lead the league in touchdown passes so currently. I'm sure he'll win it. That's fine. But the Colts have the Buccaneers at home this weekend, mm, and then the they travel to Houston. I still for... don't have faith in the Colts, but good for JTT. Yeah, and their defense is young. Yeah, but Justin Herbert looking to take that next step. Took it in prime a- time. A bear. A bear. Justin A bear. I like him a lot. Yeah, but I I agree. I like Lamar still right now. Yeah. Because well, he's their whole offense. Yeah, I mean, still other than if you don't take like we said last week going into yesterday, he had eighty percent of their total yards. So that's pretty gross. Yeah. All right, moving on. College football playoff. Mm. MSU shows why MSU was right below Michigan the entire time since that loss to Purdue. Sorry, MSU fans, but. They're a secondary away for sure. Yeah. And then Oregon loses a shocker to Utah. That's bananas. So who's the, who's your top six in the college football playoff? Top six? Top six because these last, these last couple weeks of the season, those two teams are going to have something to do with it. Right. So, ooh, Georgia. Cincy. Not Notre Dame. Uh, it's hard because, I mean, one of them is going to be Michigan or Ohio State. Well, yeah, one of them is going to be Michigan or Ohio State. I got Georgia, Bama, OSU, Cincy, Notre Dame, and then Michigan. And really, it's Michigan and then Notre Dame. But after this weekend, one of those teams. Just put Clemson in there for the fun of it, too. Why not? Clemson's not in the ring top I know, but it was the joke that was year. But I think you Get Clemson and LSU to play in a dirt bowl playoff game. I mean, we still could see the Notre Dame-Michigan bowl game. I mean, I'm down for that if Michigan can't. Get over this weekend. We're prepared to be there where we want to be, so let's win the game. Um, we still got a lot of fun games left to ha- happen. As far as we know, it'll be Georgia Bama in the SEC championship. No, can Bama withstand? Does Bama win? Does Georgia make the playoff if they lose? Does mm. Bama make the playoff if they lose? Mm. You know, does can OSU? You know, beat run the table and punch their ticket, or can Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines finally get over the hump and beat Ohio State? Um, and then can Cincinnati and Notre Dame not disappoint the last week of the season? Yeah, I mean, I think the reason that you said top six is because you want to put Notre Dame in there, right? Well, yeah, I just wanted a reason to talk about Notre Dame this week. We, I knew we talked about Green Bay and. You know, with all the talk to the hand stuff. Oklahoma State and OU are still interesting to me. Couldn't go to the forearm and talk about South Bend. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Oklahoma State and Oklahoma are very still interesting because they have a game this weekend against each other where I, if if it's lopsided either way, even, regardless, I think the winner yeah, of that game could jump the... Notre Dame. Yeah. Sorry. But then, but then they also have Big Twelve championship, and does Baylor show out for the Big Twelve championship and upset Oklahoma again? I, I'd favor the 
Oklahoma State, Oklahoma side. But, I don't know. Interesting. Because I forgot. I can walk into the studio today. I totally forgot Oregon lost. Yeah. Slipped my mind. Yeah. Two loss Oregon, so Pac-12 once again. So that just, I think that just helps Cincinnati playoffs. just way more than anything. I think it does, too. Uh, yeah, Oregon Oregon, South Island, you're going to have, you're going to have either Georgia and Bama, you're going to have either Ohio State Michigan, so there's three slots, right? Well, as long, but like, okay, there's also the, that saying, like, what happens if Michigan wins this weekend and then disappoints in the Big Ten Championship? Or what happens what, what, what if they don't? No, no, so, I'm so not saying say what they, they don't. Let's say they win the championship. Okay. So then you got Georgia or Bama. Whatever comes out of the SEC chip or the, whatever happens. Yes. Okay. One of those. Either Ohio State or Michigan. Yes, whatever right. happens. Yep. And then you have Cincinnati, as long as they don't lose. And then I'm thinking it's going to be Oklahoma, Oklahoma State-ish. But you can also. Because I think it would be fun. But there's an argument for that other team. There's an argument for the other SEC team in there, too. Potentially that, too. But I think it would be funny to sh- throw a freaking Big 12 no defensive team in the playoff and see what happens and see how – Exciting football happens going back and forth. I mean, if we're going for, but you're right. Everyone, but hit- you could, you, it's probably going to be it's probably going to be Georgia, Bama, one of the Big Ten teams, and Cincinnati as long as they went out. If everybody wants to remember that I say this right now because I have to be honest on the show, I can't lie through my teeth like I normally do. Uh, it would make for a more interesting playoff if Notre Dame gets left out because regardless. Notre Dame will go in. If, if Notre Dame goes in, they go in as a four seed. They weren't ready. They When have they been ready? Exactly. But they would pro, more than likely get embarrassed by whoever they faced in the college football playoff outside of Cincinnati because so we've seen that game already. So Georgia and Bama would play in the, in the SEC championship game, potentially. Is that what they're looking at? As lo- yeah, I believe it's pretty much locked Stat up. Stat boy, you on that? Um. <laughs> So my theory there, let's say, let's say theoretically, Georgia beats them. Do they play? Do they play each other in the? No, they didn't play each other in the regular season. Oh, that's a dicey. Two different sides of the division. That's why. That's why you say if I still, I so I think if Georgia beats Bama in the championship, I still think Bama gets out. That's what you would think. Now, if Bama wins, Georgia's they're both in. I don't see why they. Yeah, and yeah. Especially unless... Sorry, I had to figure that out. But unless we got, for some we got reason, stat boy. That's fucking great. Unless for some reason it's lopsided one way or the other. That, yeah, well, that, but, that's going to account for a lot of things. Yeah, I can't wait to watch the college football playoff committee take six days to decide who their top four are. Yeah. I should go to, I should go to eight. I should go to 12. Go 16. What, what, 64 teams? Let's do it. Yeah, let's, let's do the top 24. <laughs> A, De- a December to dismember. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, uh, interesting weekend. Interesting weekend. For and not I, just just not just but, Michigan Ohio State but, for everybody. Oh no! But also, I think it but was more pre- for Michigan Ohio State. I think it was pretty interesting how uh, Ohio State took Ken Walker out of the Heisman running. I believe. Yeah, out of the high, being a Heisman top, top. Well, when you get up front runner, when you get up twenty one zero right away, you know you're not going to run the ball anymore unless you're throwing the ball to him. Like something like nine carries or something. Yeah, crazy. so they, they took him out of the game right away by just they're they're. And I think I think so Stroud. I think Stroud. Ohio State, Ohio State is the front runner right now. Like too. I don't know if it was all time in the last thirty years, but Ohio State only has five one thousand yard receivers all time, like single season. Terry Glenn. Terry Glenn. Boston. McLaren, somebody and somebody. Regardless, this year, they might have three on their team this year. So that's 
So Stroud is now he's the Heisman front runner. He's yeah. number one. Like I, only, but I, you don't think of how powerful that is until you like, like I saw that and I was like, that's one crazy that Ohio State with all these wide receivers. Joey Galloway was the other one, I think. Um, all these wide receivers that come out of Ohio State that only five have one thousand yard receiving single season, and then they might have three this year is pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, it's a spreading that ball. Say something about Ryan. Says something about Ryan Day as a coach too, and allowing that opening up that offense. Nah, well, they've been deep for years too, and how deep? Real deep. So deep. So deep. Turkey leg stuff again. That's oh, I think I forgot to talk about how the full spread was so meaty this week. All turkey. Yeah. All right. Last last note of business on the full spread. Mm. King James tenderizes beef stew last night. I have a couple. Go ahead. What's your thoughts? I mean. He says it wasn't on purpose, but, like, why would you throw your arm up towards somebody's face? So, they're in a tussle. Yeah. You knew. So, he knew he was in a tussle with somebody. He knew he threw an elbow. I don't know. Didn't mean to hit him in the face. Probably not, right? But you can tell, not on the baseline angle, but there's a side angle that you can just see him. That He does. He he swings his elbow on purpose, right? All I had to say about it is if it was reciprocated and Stewart threw that elbow, one, LeBron James would have slid back 20 feet on the ground and, and died and died died in Detroit and then he'd be like, out for four peace. games because he had a sweat in his eyeball would have knocked his hairline back I am I am you know now violently like did he mean to do it you know all that no like I said if he was probably aiming for the shoulder but he did throw an elbow but I love the fact that beef stew like he's just not going to take any crap. The best I just in the think, league. I think it was very apparent that Beef Stew just does not like LeBron James. Oh, I, I, I love that. I love that because I know perfect. how you feel about things that come from Cleveland. <laughs> I wish he was still in Cleveland for that. Like that, that, that those two squads would be. Oh. It was funny. Some stuff popped up on Facebook uh, about the perfect gift for LeBron fans that I'd posted a couple of years ago, and it was the half Cleveland, half Lakers jersey, wow. and. Uh, Good friend of the show, somewhere out there, Chris Nooney, had commented that uh, Cooley wasn't a Heat fan. He was a where he at fan. Yeah. Yeah, if LeBron played for the Yankees. Oh, good. Dallas Cowboys. No, Cooley's a Green Bay Packers fan. Whatever. LeBron. I don't know. I LeBron's a generational talent. I get all that. But he's a freaking baby. He's like the Sidney Crosby of basketball. You know, I just, he's like the Aaron Rodgers. I hate you. I hate you so much. I right had it now. in my back pocket. And it just came up to my brain just now. I knew there was a spot in there for something. I knew I was going somewhere with that. Yeah. So, booyah! No notes. <laughs> um, what we got? Talking to the hand coming up? Yeah, after, talking to the hand coming up next. After uh, the promo? After the promo. Yay, promos! Hit it. Hi there. Ever think, hey, why do certain days have certain nicknames? Like Wednesday being hump day, and Friday, and Sunday fun day, and even Monday, as the case of the Mondays. Ever think, well, what about Tuesdays? Hi, I'm Sox Sanchez, host of The Feast. Tuesdays can suck, but they don't have to. Every 8 a.m., we drop our podcast called The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports, talking about Michigan sports, a little bit of comedy. We throw some poetry in there as well. So after you drop the kids off at the school, or maybe when you're doing your hair and makeup, Maybe even during your poop routine. Give us a listen. Grab a cup of coffee. Just want to warn you, you might piss your pants because we're awfully, awfully hilarious. So every Tuesday, listen to us on all major platforms. 
The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Available on all major podcasting platforms. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Dirty turkeys. Happy Thanksgiving. Wonderful, wonderful promo by yours truly. The Feast here, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Once again, thanks for listening. Talk to the hand is coming up here shortly. Socks, what are you doing Wednesday? Wednesday. Busiest bar night of the year. You know, I, I reached out to a few to see what they're doing. Everybody's working. Everybody's old. I'm both. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm going to do now. Probably going to... Puke in a I tumbler. Could, I could potentially do that. That's been a couple of years, but... If you come to West Inch Pub and you puke in a tumbler, you're sleeping on the cake's couch that night. <laughs> For sure. Uh, yeah, so that's... I don't know. No. Well, I thought about hopping around. You got any Thanksgiving plans? Doing a I'll little, be in town. Be in town? Yeah. All right, all right. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Probably hanging out with you at some point. Yeah. Probably. So We'll see. Yeah. I'm just ready to smash. Food. Smash. Not Hulk ass. Smash. Not ass. Don't lie to me. Well, that is a fun time on Thanksgiving Eve. Right. Anyway, next up, talk to the hand with our wonderful. I can't. I can't put a a spice on what kind of music this does for uh, me. You keep saying. Oh it's no, crazy. that's for the that's for the uh, the questions. That's one. the questions of Facebook. That's yeah. Right. Never mind. Talk to the hand's way cool. Hit it. Talk to the hand. Yeah, that music. Talk to the left because I know you ain't right. What? How many fingers you got this week? Uh, I mean, we got all of them. Like Are we, we licking all the fingers at, with gravy on them? I mean, I'm really excited. <laughs> you tell me. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. Well, Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, rough. Yeah, rough. Rough, rough week. Four rough, four all, losses last week. Yeah, we all we on covered the road. Columbus yeah. uh, on the show last week, but five two lose five two. In Dallas on Tuesday, then lose to Vegas 5-2 as well, and then lose a heartbreaker to the Coyotes 2-1 mm. in overtime. That was our best game played, but yeah, uh, can't get the puck out of our zone. Turnovers in our zone. That's the uh, thing I said to you earlier was yeah. turning the puck over. Lack of, lack of defensive coverage, and that's all been you know talked about with Blaschel. He did make a good point, and I'm, you know, me and Mr. Homer Red Wing guy. Um, with a condensed schedule, it's definitely harder to practice these days. And when they play four games on the road in, you know, seven days, it can get a little dicey, especially when you're not doing so well. Hopefully these next couple of days off, they can kind of get some scheme things back together and go back to defensive coverage like they began the year with. Yeah. I mean, you're still seeing Raymond and – Top line's doing great. Cider performing. They're still getting points. But even Larkin said, you know, he missed an assignment the other day, got burned, they scored. You know, it's just playing 60 minutes, basically. Yeah. yeah. Top to bottom. But I'll tell you what, compared to last year, they're not, you know, when they're having these letdowns, it's not one of those things where they're completely losing their heads. Um, but just a tough week on the road. Hopefully we can rebound and turn around. Heard that. We got St. Louis Blues coming to Detroit Wednesday, and then – a uh, little break for their Thanksgiving festivities and mm. Buffalo Sabres coming to Detroit on Saturday. Should be good games. 
All right, next up, Pistons. Pistons take out the Pacers, 97-89. Sadiq Bey becomes the third fastest player in NBA history to reach 203 pointers. Pistons get With some the most attempts ever shot, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Grant scores 19. Joseph has 18. Cunningham, 16. Bay has 15. They have five players in double digits. Get a big home win. Yeah. Then the Warriors came to town. Pistons lose a heartbreaker. 105-102. Warriors without Steph Curry or Draymond Green. Jordan Poole, baby. Pistons almost make the comeback down 16 to start the fourth. Pull within three, but Golden State gets good play out of Wiggins. Jordan Poole, baby. 32 that night. He went to the University of Michigan, Kyle. Cool. Yes, sir. Then the Lakers game, right? And then the Lakers game. Pistons lose the Lakers 121-116. Cade becomes the youngest player in franchise history to have a triple-double, going 13-12-10. and 10. Mm. We talked about the skirmish. Oh, what we forgot to point out was uh, Stewart got two a two-game suspension mm-hmm. for what happened last night or Sunday, and LeBron got one game. See, um, I was going to make a note before that you brought that up. Pistons. Oh, why is it? If we can play like we play against the Lakers, against every team in the league, we would be a much better team. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is this a, and they played all their studs? Was it a was it the third coming of the bad boys? Uh no, not yet. Well, there's not enough bad on this team yet. We could see it this like, week with one player. This week, Miami. I think Grant's. I think Grant's too nice. Cunningham's good. He's not gonna get involved with that stuff. I don't see anybody scrappy on our team really. All right. Well, Kelly Olynyk's got long hair. He's not gonna scrap. He's hurt. I know. Luca Garza. Uh, yeah, because he'd grab somebody. He's like Groot, grab somebody by his hand and he'd, slam him around. Undertaker him, choke slam him, tombstone him. All I gotta do is Nancy carry him in the knee. He's going down. He's not getting back up. Uh, but I think they there's a lot of kind of funny trade scenarios going on with the Pistons, especially with Jer- uh, Jeremy Grant being a trade ship probably at some point. Yeah. Um, either getting who did I see today? I saw us getting a first round pick, a second round pick. Oh, Kevin Knox. And Tobin from the Knicks, which on paper is like, oh, okay, whatever, but still getting a first round pick from the Knicks and getting a still a decent prospect still on top of Knox, maybe getting a change of scenery there. That could be interesting because you're getting four more assets that you could probably turn and burn even if you wanted to still, too. So, Jeremy Grant is going to be a key player to watch going through the trade deadline. Yeah, we're still. He's a great leader. I mean, I like that. He's just. Like we've covered in every this, week, we're still in rebuilding mode. In this like, era for him, like it's gonna be fine if he moves on. He's not gonna no yeah. harm, no foul. He's gonna go probably to a playoff team. No, because this is gonna become Cade's going to take over what a lot of what Jeremy Grant. Yeah, does hopefully, for this and team. then like I said, get give Hayes the ball to make him let him yeah. see what he's about. Let's too. force these guys to get and better. Get it now. out of Sadiq Bay's hands. I swear, if I keep seeing him do one on one basketball, I'm gonna become a Bulls <laughs> fan, and that drives me crazy. This has been pretty. I Consistent say, every single week. Do you like? I like how I foreshadow all these bullshit things I say. It's going to be well known here in a little bit. Yeah, right. Anyway. Well, the Heat come to Detroit on Tuesday or tonight. Detroit uh, at Milwaukee mm. Wednesday. Then at the Clippers Friday. And then, Chet Holmgren. <laughs> yeah, Chet, get Chet. Get Chet. And then Sunday, Detroit, Detroit Lakers. 
in Ooh. L.A. Ooh, round two. Yeah. Ding, does, ding. Does King James eat beef stew? Or does he'll he get food poisoning? No, he'll, he'll, they'll probably sit him. <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll sit Davis, Westbrook, and King James against us. I guarantee it. Cool. And they'll probably still win. And then they'll fire Frank Vogel. Is that his name Frankie? Frankie. Yeah. What else? What's in the middle finger? Are we there yet or are we on ring finger? We're on the middle finger right now What's for that? you. Detroit Lions. Yeah. Lose 13 to 10 to against my, my favorite your favorite, rival. your favorite team, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Tim Boyle, the NFL's new TB12, gets his first start. Throws for 77 yards, really burning it up there in Detroit. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo. We're just moving on like normal. You know, I, I like I said, a lot, I just hope for the locker room, people still want to play for Campbell, and he's doing the right things internally and all that stuff. I still just think it's a lack of talent on our team. I Like we've said 100%. it every week, we literally. You can only give the ball so much to Swift. Hawkinson can only be open so much. You need weapons on offense. You need playmakers on defense. You need a pass route. You know what I mean? You you have you need a lot of things. A kicker, it's like for crying out loud. So, I just hope internally, all these guys that we plan on keeping want to play for Campbell, and it's not like Darius Slay was when he was like, "Peace, I'm out. Screw all this stuff." I hope some of the well, players that we want to keep still want to be here and want to play. That will be a key moving forward for me. And then us drafting two quarterbacks in the first round next year because, well, that's what we'll do. Do bookend the quarterbacks yep. first and last. We'll get, we'll get the guy from Liberty and we'll get Howell and see what happens. Because <laughs> that's how we roll. And the day after the draft, you guys name Jerry Goff starting quarterback no, then, for the then, season. No, and then we'll carry forward and get Jimmy G. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be all good. A lot of talent in that Detroit quarterback room. My quarterback room is full of noggins. What's, what's going to happen to the new TB12? TV 12, whatever. We can go past that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. Some quick it's Detroit. Not like he's Dave Craig. <laughs> you know what I mean? Scott Mitchell. He was a starter. Maybe Rodney in my end. Ronnie P., Andre Ware, Mike McMahon. Eric Kramer. Orlowski. We can go on and on. Joseph Harrington. Yeah, he was a starter, though. But I think we'll... Anyway. All right. Quick, quick Detroit Tigers turn. news. <laughs> Cody Clemens gets added to the 40-man roster. Roger Clemens' son. I didn't think you were going to bring that up. Oh, yeah. Why not? Uh, Bet 247 and 18 home runs and 59 RBIs last year in Toledo. Yeah, primarily a second baseman. Probably be a utility player, but we have like 14 utility players in our farm system. So he's not going to be a Tiger long. Okay, well. Or I don't think – I don't see him being a major leaguer at all. Okay. At two forty, like, come on, bro. And I was trying to fill out. Okay, you know, I I brought, I found some Tigers news. We That's can talk can about how out. there is one roster it, spot. Open. We, we talk about how there's one roster spot open on their forty man roster right now. Is there even after adding Angel De Jesus? Well, they add him today. Yeah. Well, I guess not. So fuck. Nice job, size. No notes. You've been caked. No notes. <laughs> uh however, you know they were eating lunch, dinner together last week. Mr. AJ Henshin, Carlos. So, keep, keep, keep those little sweepstakes. Ooh la la. Verlander re signed with Houston. I did see so that. There goes. So, he'll come back not the following year. Yeah, so it'll be next year. Year two, episode 12. Take it. We'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> year two, episode 12. Yeah. I was, yeah. Oh, gonna, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be, yeah. 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 
Oh, you just been su- you just been sacked. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we still need a shortstop. We can well, Tigers, whatever. We're just we're we're, we're open market for free agency yeah. right now. Nico so, Good, uh, I'm excited to see what will happen. How much money we're going to spend will be the key. To how serious we are. But if we occur, I like. Hmm? Oh, that is. Anyone that's listened is heard for four consistency years, of every year or every week where we say we need a shortstop. Career, so. right. Or Nico, Cody Clemens, fuck yeah. it. Right. Nico Goodrum became a free agent. Yep, utility. Utility guy gone. He he was a good in-betweener for us the last four years. Good switch hitter, played every position in the world. My stat guy told me that the Tigers will get Javi Baez, and that's not going to be a thing. That's disgusting. He's going to resign with the Cubs. Yeah. All right. Because you don't want him. You want him. He'll sign with the Cubs. Whatever. All right. NCAA basketball. Chris Bryant. <laughs> you think he'll come back? Evan, yeah. that's what Jack we're doing ass. right now. <laughs> Jackass. Oh, I cannot wait to get to the next segment. <laughs> Jackass. NCAA basketball. MSU beats Butler 73-52. Mm. MSU beats Eastern Butler, Michigan. Butler is not coached by Brad Stevens anymore. Thank you. You're welcome. He coaches the Celtics. <laughs> He's a GM now. Oh, my bad. Oh, you just been sacked again. Ah, <laughs> uh, set you up. Okay, keep going. Uh, they beat Eastern Michigan 83-59. Oh, thank God. Next up for MSU, a tough matchup against Loyola Chicago in the bad boy mowers battle for Atlantis. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. That's Heck yeah. Moving on. Heck yeah. Well, you know, State will always have a good team when they have Izzo. Yeah, that's they're, they're gonna have people we don't know about, and they're gonna be fine. This will be our MSU talk for the rest of the season. Is Five. how they're always gonna have a good team. They'll end up being third, third fourth, or fifth behind Michigan and Purdue somewhere. As long as Michigan gets their act together by the conference, so it's getting dicey a little bit. But yeah. we'll get there. We'll see what happens. Speaking of Michigan, mm. loses to Seton Hall, sixty-seven, sixty-five. Tough loss. Yeah, tough loss. A lot of learning uh, things in that game for us. I think it was okay to lose early. I mean, there's still 20-something games left. We'll be all right. All you got to do is make the turn. But, but Arizona 1 kind of hurts a little bit, especially losing by 18. Like, what happened, what's what's going on with our offense? We, we, we're, I think that the pieces are still trying to figure out how to play together. You have Brooks, who will always be consistent for you. Dickinson's going to be fine in the middle. But how is Houston going to get involved in a fluid motion not awkwardly jones yeah on paper he looks okay but he's a turnover machine still and it's a little creeping me out should probably have brooks maybe carry the load at the point a little bit um yeah i don't know they're still young they'll figure it out hopefully by getting a big 10 conference play we have some momentum we got figured out and go from there yeah it'll be interesting wednesday they have tarleton coming to ann arbor Moving on. Moving on. So we're going to cover NCAA football real, real quick. MSU loses 56-7 to Ohio State. Mm. We kind of covered that already. Mm. Walker looks pedestrian at best. Mm. Nah, he was not put in the best situation for I mean, his, you, his tools. You look at the – it was so many three and outs for Michigan State in that game. Yeah. They just dominated on both sides of our uh, – both sides of the ball. Yep. U of M beats Maryland 
Notre Dame beats Georgia Tech 55-0. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All eyes to this weekend, which we'll cover here in a minute. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to turn my phone off and hopefully see what happens. Yeah, I'm going to wake up early and watch the game. Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, we're always nervous because, what, 14 in our last 16 or 15 we've lost, or Michigan has lost to Ohio State. That's ever since the John Cooper days. I missed it. Can we have John Cooper back? Is he still alive? I don't know. Can, can he be like an advisor to the Ohio State team? Maybe. That'd be sweet. I'd like that to happen. Was that the pinky? That's it. That's it. Let's talk to the hand for this week. Coming up next, Chicago fan in the house. Um, we welcome our first oh, hold guest. On, hold on. Let's talk about his hair right now, though. I mean, I thought you about could that scrub, earlier. He looks uh, like you could scrub a kitchen floor and get a lot of things out of the, the grout. Well, well, he'll be up next. Thanks for listening to the feast. Holler. You can now listen to The Feast by Spinebuster Sports, available on all major podcasting platforms. That means iTunes, that means Google Play, that means Spotify, that means Amazon Music. So what are you waiting for? Go and subscribe and get new episodes every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Thanks for listening to The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. Welcome back. Happy Thanksgiving once again. Thank you for listening. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Amazon, uh, YouTube, Facebook. Like us. We'll post about asking us some questions in the future. Share. Participate in that. Tell your friends about us. Talk about us at Thanksgiving when you're smashing turkey. Hey, family, you want to see some funny, you want to hear some funny shit? Heck yeah. (laughs) So, appreciate it all once again. Uh, We don't really have a name for this segment. Well, it's been hot fire. Hot fire with Burns. Anyway, Chris Burns is the celebrity guest today. The box kicking. Even though he's listened to two episodes and didn't know about us until two weeks ago. Yeah. Happy birthday, Dash. (laughs) So, welcome. Welcome, Chris Burns. Thank you for the introduction, gentlemen. Appreciate it. It was great. (laughs) Just like your hair. Just like your hair. The hair, yeah. I took a shower right before I came over here and just kind of let it flow. I don't know. I think you're losing some in the front there, uh, No, that's happening. You ever seen my dad? Yeah. 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 You're LeBroning it up, for sure. Yeah, kind of. I gotta have the hair. Yeah. (laughs) Kick ass. All right. Chris Burns is a likes to be a bit of a betting man, so we're gonna get some picks for this week's Thanksgiving Day games. First, Burns, we got the Lions versus the Bears. Lions getting three and a half points over under forty one and a half. What are you liking about this game? First of all, this whole slate pretty underwhelming. Oh, extremely. <laughs> um, not the most entertaining day of football that I've seen on Thanksgiving. Um, <clears throat> First game, uh, first first look tells me to take the Lions with the points at home. Uh, usually want to take the home underdogs with the candy. Um, <clears throat> but uh, that being said. That can uh, stop right now. <laughs> that was just for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that being said, um, 
TB12, Kyle. The new TB12. The new TB12 against oh, the Bears. <laughs> TB12 versus Andy Dalton. That stellar yeah. Thanksgiving Day matchup. Yes. I can't think of anything I would rather do on Thursday than watch that quarterback matchup. Um, it, here's the deal. Andy Dalton is going to pick apart the Lions defense. Uh, the Red Rocket is... Uh, he's still got a little bit left in the tank. Does he? It, it, enough to beat TB12, the new TB12. Yeah, great. Um, I, it, I am all for Chris Burns right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, listen, it, this is going to be it's going to be a DeAndre Swift versus David Montgomery game. Um, the only difference is the Bears have some semblance of a defense and the Lions don't. Uh, I'll take the Bears minus three and a half. All right. Um, but I I like the under more. If I'm if I'm going to lay money on on this game, give me the under instead of the spread. Heck yeah. So. I like a David Montgomery touchdown in this game. I I would like a David Montgomery touchdown. I think that's that's fair. I would like a tie. <laughs> so let's keep oh fifteen you know, and hey, two. Let's have can't, a can't wonderful... lose can't lose when you nothing, tie. Nothing nothing could frustrate a family on Turkey Day like a zero zero tie. <laughs> <Yeah. Lions. laughs> so, something to talk first... about next week. <laughs> Spending the first three hours not seeing any scores. <laughs> See how Grandma feels about that stuff. Um. Woo! It, it's... <laughs> The uh, the Thursday football games in general are are just a horrible product on the well, field. Well, and a lot of it's just stuff that's happened over the last couple weeks to a month that has just kind of taken a toll on football. Like in the next game, the Las Vegas Raiders travel to Dallas to face the Cowboys. The Cowboys are seven point favorites in this game with an over under of fifty one. On, on paper for America, that's actually a solid game because it's the Raiders and the Cowboys. Just throwing it out there. It is two teams that travel well. Um, but they, their fans are everywhere. Two teams, but they're also very but annoying. Very, two teams yeah, missing their leading wide receivers. Annoying's the word of the day. It's <laughs> the name of the segment. Yep. Yeah, annoying. <laughs> turkey Day football games. Annoying. Yeah. Um, this game, uh, we don't know if CD Lamb's gonna play. I don't think with yeah, a concussion. I doubt it. Um, Amari Cooper probably still out. Mark Cooper um, is still out for sure. Out. Um, Zeke got banged up last game little twisted ankle um we'll see if he's 100 percent. it give me the raiders with the candy again plus seven again socks hates candy (laughs) (laughs) uh raiders plus seven in this one um and give me another under okay all right so we got taking the points taking the candy and the under in the first two candy and the under in the first two burns is like like a new aged rapper. Like I need Chris Burns with a big thick chain from, right but now. Def- but definitely from I have suburb- a picture with one of those on. No, from I don't mean like I don't mean like a rapper thick chain. I mean like a Guido from like pure thick suburbia. gold chain, like on the outside with a wad and a pinky ring. Yes, and a shirt that shows all of my chest hair. Yeah, yeah. like and it cuts all the way down to your you belly button. You button up your shirt to your neck. Yeah, you're very European. That's the now. Portland in me. Looks like Sox can get something else inside. Chris Burns here in a minute. Yeah. Moving on, Buffalo Bills four point favorites against the Saints. So with an over <laughs> under of forty six and a half. This game, this might be the most interesting game of the make of the day to me. Um, the Bills really been sliding, not playing well. Um, but the Saints are going to be without Kamara again, and 
Uh, I think this one is all it. Give me bills all day. Minus four and a half and give me another under. Um, I think it's a good bounce back spot for the bills without, without the saints having Kamara. You want the candy side? <laughs> no, there's no candy on this one. I'm, taking, no I'm, taking, this. I'm taking the points with the bills. He's, no candy he's on giving this the one. points. No he's, candy on this he's one. He's giving candy, not taking <laughs> candy this it. time. I just like doing this now. Yeah. Well, the new segment's gonna be called "Giving Candy" or "Getting Candy." Now about right? now about the yeah, getting candy with Burns. Yeah, so free, free, free candy with Chris Burns. And we're getting shut down. <laughs> Never allowed, to, uh, we're never allowed to have a van. I cannot it's wait perfect. to do a promo on to do a promo on Thanksgiving for about free can our new segment free candy with Chris Burns. Can we get that on a sweatshirt, Kyle? Yeah, I think we can. Awesome, perfect, Jesus. <laughs> uh, well, now to the more interesting things about Thanksgiving, boys. Question for you: What's your favorite thing about Thanksgiving? Mine would be my wonderful family that I get to see. On the holiday, that's my f- favorite part. No, I like my family. That, that, that is pretty, actually pretty fun. I was just trying to be, I don't know. Uh, I like smashing my face with food, and then my favorite, actual favorite part is Friday morning leftovers. Making a cold gravy mashed potato turkey sandwich. When you when you already reek of gravy well, my, my, from your when sweat, the gravy is pouring out of my pores like a cheese cutter. You know how the cheese comes oh. out, like a plato machine. That's how the gravy comes out of my pores. Can you explain something to me real quick? You just said, do you eat cold? Do you eat gravy cold? Like when I it's eat up the gravy. Okay, okay. But sometimes I was gonna. Like, I was. I, we were gonna have a chat. No, because sometimes if you, did you ever have? Tur- it lo- it's just like jig- jiggly. It looks like oh, Jello yeah, it's, when it's, it's, cold. It, it's, it's turkey Jello, bro. You can just see socks spreading it with a butter knife. <laughs> full. That's a real full spread. And what if I do? Oh man, what's the issue? Free candy with Chris Birds is great. Uh. Okay, favorite... But family. For, uh, Chris family. Burns, what's your favorite thing about Thanksgiving? You know, I think this year it's going to be uh, having Little Man um, kind of understand what's going on, eating food. He's going to have Thanksgiving food for the first time. We just actually cooked a little Thanksgiving uh, at the house yesterday because we'll be going to Illinois for the weekend. Um, so we did. he got to eat some ham and some cheesy potatoes and green bean casserole for the first time, and it's fun to watch him try all that stuff and make funny faces when he doesn't like it. And How do you like the cheesy potatoes? Uh, he likes the cheesy potatoes. The cheesy potatoes are fire, Kyle. Well, I'm aware. I, yeah. make, I make them yeah. like at least once a month. Yeah. I know, still you have know. your mom's recipe yes. on my phone. Yes. <laughs> you, know, you know about the cheesy potatoes. I right? add sausage They're... to it. You got to put some sausage in it. Put some sausage in it? Yeah. You know what might be good, too? Some eggs. Ooh. Turn it into like a breakfast cheesy potato casserole. We. <laughs> is that what those are called? I don't know. <laughs> An omelet. I've never An had egg, one of those. An egg burrito. <laughs> Socks look like he just came out of nowhere. I was, <laughs> like, I was thinking about what if I do spread the gravy cold <laughs> on my sandwich? I want one really bad right now. And that's what I was thinking about. That's... And then I started thinking about your mom's cheese potatoes. And so that got in my head, and then you threw sausage in there, and then it just kind of kept going. But Snowball effect. Socks is already at Thanksgiving in his yeah, mind right burrito. now. Egg burrito. Egg burrito. It's a, called a breakfast burrito, okay? <laughs> cheesy, cheesy potato burrito. Cheesy potato burrito. Okay, anyway, sorry, yeah. 
Yeah, my favorite thing about Thanksgiving is getting a day off work, watching football, good food, spending time with the family. It's all good things, you know. To the kiddo, it's just an extra day at home with daddy. You'll yeah. you'll start figuring that out. Yeah, excited <laughs> but, for that. Uh, favorite side. Favorite side. Chris Burns, what's your favorite Thanksgiving side? Stuffing. <laughs> I have to. I'm gonna have to 100 percent agree with Burns that. <laughs> Stuffing, Stuffing is my favorite <laughs> Thanksgiving side. It's a one-word answer. I mean, anything you we stick, need a new studio. anything we need more you, space. pretty much anything. When you can take some bread and some seasoning and some water and stuff it up the ass of a turkey, and then take it out and eat it, delicious. <laughs> Sounds like Super Bowl Sunday. You know, it's something about. <laughs> <laughs> Way ahead of the game. <laughs> Wrong holiday, Kyle. She was a turkey. <laughs> oh, God. Well, anyway. <laughs> Socks, what's your favorite Thanksgiving side? I know Joe's. Uh, I know Joe's. Mike Moore almost just drove off the side of the road <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> you know what Joe's is? Mashed Roll, potatoes. Rolls. Rolls. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. Uh, mine would be gravy. <laughs> uh, gravy and mashed potatoes. Well, All right. I love doing... Uh, Gravy is my favorite thing. And, like, just smother everything. Get one of those pitchers and just dump it over. Don't even care. Full spread gravy edition. Sox's Gravy Emporium. Yeah. (laughs) I'm stoked. I'm going to have turkey dinner at the pub and then go get more. Jesus Christ. (laughs) What the fuck's wrong with you? What about pie? Are we going to talk about pie? Yeah, that's the next thing up. Favorite pie. Favorite pie. (laughs) Chocolate cream. Ooh. I'm a chocolate You went guy. rogue. You went rogue. You went rogue. Did I? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, because you would think Thanksgiving, we're talking about pumpkin or pecan. Possibly apple. Possibly. But I like the chocolate cream because that's actually my favorite pie as well. But well, I was going to okay, say well, pecan. I got to tell you this. is because What about the vanilla cream? Yeah. Coconut cream? No. Nope. I'm a big fan of coconut. I'm not a big though. pie guy. I'm not, not. No vanilla cream pie for you? I'm a. No. Nah. Okay. Chocolate, but chocolate cream pie, like my cousin makes just a simple chocolate. Nails it. Awesome. Right, I'm a people, people, I've been spoiled that people make it for me because I'm a pie, not a fan of desserts, really. Like, yeah. I eat them, but I'm not like, ooh, I need Yeah, you're pie. not much of a sweets guy. No, I've so... seen you smash so many Oreos at once. <laughs> Try to tell me that you're not a sweet double. guy. I, I'm, I don't go out. No, when I, socks double I'm stuffs not. his double stuff <laughs> yeah. with a double stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Getting double stuffed? I do love Oreos, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, My I'm mom at, makes a killer brownie, though. And she's always made me like double chocolate cakes for birthdays. Like, question about the chocolate cream pie. Yeah. Graham cracker crust. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. See, that's okay. That's important. Yeah. That's important. If you yeah. cannot tell, but <laughs> or right or I just get a tub of pudding and call it a day, bro. Fair enough. No, but oh, I, but I'm, like I said, I've been spoiled that they make them specifically what for am me I, because I like chocolate. What what are my pie. one of my favorite most underrated like little snack favorites is. Cook and serve pudding. Mm. The hot stuff is the best. <laughs> but yeah, hot stuff. Uh, I, I eat my gravy cold. Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> That's a shirt right there. I eat my gravy cold. <laughs> I sweat my gravy cold. <laughs> uh, my favorite pie is pecan, but I do, I do, I can't stress enough how much I like chocolate cream pie as well. When are you gonna make me your little Oreo cheesecake? Yeah. Pro- possibly, I've been thinking about it. Possibly this year, 
white fudge Possibly Oreos this year. <laughs> this year. I was expecting maybe like, like a, oh, oh, like I was thinking maybe, maybe like maybe next a couple, week. A couple podcasts maybe maybe, right, maybe, maybe okay. right before Christmas. 2023. He pulls out. No, oh, I said this year this as year. I meant 2021. <laughs> I meant 2021, you assholes. <laughs> That's not what it said on your face. You said 2023, motherfucker. You get it when you I get said it. Possibly this year. Whatever. By the oh, end of this year. That'd be great. Yeah. Cool I know. answer, bro. I haven't made that. I haven't made that great. thing in like 10 years either. I know! White fudge Oreos are out, by the well, way. Well, you too. better start stocking up, I know. I'll bring some. I think for me, it's probably apple pie. See, I'm a fruity I, guy. I, uh, I it's not, guy. it's definitely not pumpkin. It's between apple. Oh, God. Pumpkin it's between pie apple and terrible. pecan for me. Um, a good pecan pie is, is tough to beat. What about key But you lime? have to have a bunch of whipped cream on it. Yeah, that's fair. I like ice cream. You know who makes a pie. really good pecan pie, oddly enough? Costco. Mm. Interesting. Costco makes a delicious pecan pie. Interesting. Costco. Proud supporters of The Ooh. Feast by Spinebuster Sports. <laughs> yeah, based on how much money we spend <laughs> yeah. there. But, yeah, we're, the show's powered by Costco. It's like we're powered by Spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> Cash wears nothing but Costco diapers. Uh, Kennedy has it's... only worn Costco diapers and diapers we got at the diaper party. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Chris Burns knows our catchphrase. Absolutely. <laughs> Episode one, if you got that far back, it was said a lot. All right. Finally, what everyone's been waiting for OSU Michigan this weekend. Mm. Huge matchup mm. in Ann Arbor. Mm. OSU minus seven and a half. Mm. Over under 63 and a half. Can Michigan hang? Yes. Will Michigan hang? Yes. Interesting. I know. I'm feeling I'm, I'm feeling gravy. Groovy. I'm feeling groovy. Feeling groovy. Uh, I think we put ourselves in a really good position. I think it's a long time coming. I think it's now or never. I'm just going to leave it at that. Not, not never. Now or never for this era. Of, okay. I have a few thoughts. Um, this is basically the first round of the playoffs, right? If we're gonna if we're gonna break it down. Um, winner of this game goes to the big goes to, goes to the Big Ten championship. Um, plays an inferior team to uh, to themselves, and then <clears throat> gets in the playoff if they win that game. Um, so that's the way you got to look at it if you're Michigan. It's the way you got to look at it if you're if you're Ohio State. Um, huge advantage that we're at home. I hope that we do something cool with our crowd. Let's do a maze out. Let's do something. To create an atmosphere that you is heard tough it, to play in. You heard it here first. Maze out. Big house. <laughs> Ann Arbor. This Saturday. Um, so let's do something like that to make, to make it as advantageous to us as possible to be in the big house. Um, because that's the only way we, we compete with Ohio State. Let's be real. They have the Heisman, Heisman leader in C.J. Stroud. Um, they have probably the best offense in college football. Um we have maybe the two best defensive ends in college football, which can be an equalizer with uh, David Ojabo and Aiden Hutchinson. Um, the question really is, if this turns into a track meet, can we keep up? Um, I don't necessarily 
think we can. I really hope so. But I don't know. I, I hope they prove me wrong. I'm not a hundred. I'm, I'm not all that confident. Yeah. I think this game for Michigan starts and ends with the offensive line and the defensive line on the defensive side of the ball. If Michigan can get pressure to Stroud, make him make some mistakes. And then on the offensive side of the ball, I think the key for Michigan is going to be holding onto the ball, running, and keeping Ohio State's offense off the field. Like, Michigan can take some deep. What? I've been preaching that shit all year. I know. That's Michigan football, bro. I said the more boring <laughs> Michigan is, the better chance we have winning. That Maryland game was so boring for a hot second, and we still scored 59 points. It's remarkable. That's been... And you're right. I saw who was it yesterday in the NFL that had their first drive was like 20 plays. They only got a field goal out of it. But they took up almost the entire first San, quarter. Was it San Fran? I can't remember, but I remember hearing that they only took up. Sounds super San Franny. They took up the entire the 20, first quarter. It was a 20 play drive, like 12 minutes and 13 seconds or something like that. If Michigan can do stuff like that and converting on third down and staying ahead and not having third and sevens but having third and ones, we're probably going to go for it on fourth down if we don't get it anyway, analytic-wise, how we've been playing. If we can do that, we have a real good shot. Because of our defense on the outside, if we can keep Stroud sacked behind the line, making him busy. He says that he can scramble and stuff, but he hasn't done that much of it. If we can make him a little bit of a maniac, let's see what he can do as a maniac. I see him in the pocket a lot. And then keep them off the field, hundred <clears throat> percent. Yeah, those are those are all great points. Um, we, you know, we we tend to forget the kid's still a freshman, right? Yeah. Let's rattle him. Exactly. Let's pressure all the way. Um, see what we can do as far as getting him out of the pocket, making him throw quickly. Get him out of the pocket on purpose. Right. Absolutely. Um, really, really good points. And it, do we have Blake Corum back this week? Is that still up in the air? Uh, still up in the air, but the way that Edwards play, I'm that not was, too mad. That's where I was going to head with that is Donovan Edwards. What did we learn from the Maryland game? Yeah. Is that Well, he had that, that one game, game three, he had a solid game. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and, I mean, again, a freshman here, this is a high four-star, yep. you know, running back who hasn't really had a chance to prove himself because of injuries and the fact that he has Corum and Haskins ahead of him. Right. Um, but last game he had – 10 catches for 170 yards. Plug, plug and play. Plug and, and plug play. Plug and play, right? And so, yes. if nothing else, even if Corum is back, this kid is proven that he can be a playmaker and needs to be on the field in this game. So, whether that's in the slot, whether that's, you know, putting Corum in the slot, however, if you have all three guys on the field at the same time, I don't really care. But you need to have your best playmakers on the field because that's what's going to match up with Ohio State. Ohio State has a team full of guys that are better athletes than what we have. And so we need our best athletes on the field at all times. You have to be productive on first and second down. And you have to get at worst-case scenario, third and short. If we can make that happen, we'll be fine getting through those third and shorts, Fourth and shorts. I have a lot of confidence of us making that happen. As long as we don't get squirrely with our play calling. Sometimes on these fourth and inches, we go a stretch play instead of just mm-hmm. banging it up the middle. Just banging it up the middle. Like you've been doing it all year. You know, quarterback sneak it. Quarterback sneak it. <laughs> and have, you know. And let's be conscious of how much we want to play McCarthy. Like if okay. McNamara is rolling like he was against Michigan State, just let him roll. He's a good enough quarterback to make it happen. Now, if he's kind of wishy-washy and we're not sure what we're doing, then, yeah, freshen it up. 
As far as the running back situation, you know, you know, I like all three, but I like it when we were better when we play two. I think when we have two guys or one guy gets bulk of the carries, I think we're a way different team because we put more emphasis on getting those guys the ball instead of spreading it out. Our running backs need to carry the ball thirty times, as a, as a, if, as a if not more. Right. It, I, well, hopefully game flow allows for that. Right. Right. That's that's the goal is that the game flow game flow allows for us to carry the ball 30, 35, 40 times. You get one play action pass and, deep and that hopefully will be the difference maker. Yep. So I I see I see a high scoring game. I think it would be advantageous to Michigan for it to be a low scoring game. Yes, I that's what I'm thinking as well. Keep it in the twenties. Twenty eight, twenty four ish. All right. And now gentlemen, as we bring to a close this Thanksgiving Day extravaganza gravy of an episode. episode. We're so gravy. What are you thankful for? What the What's <laughs> happening? Uh, I am thankful for my parents, my mom and dad, my step-parents. Um, I'm thankful for my friends. I am thankful for any time I get to see family. It's been a different world the last couple of years, so when we all can get together in spots, it's good. I'm thankful that I have a job. I'm thankful that I have a wonderful roof over my head. And I'm thankful that we get to do this podcast every week. Burns. And I'm also thankful for the fact that on weekends I don't have to wear underwear. To ruin that wonderful thing. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, Ma. Uh, (laughs) Burns. Um, You know, I I think Sox pretty much summed it up there. Um, Thankful for for the family. Um, Obviously, Dash, Olivia, um, all the all the grandparents. Um, it'll be the you know again the first Thanksgiving that Dash really kind of knows what's going on, so that'll be fun. Um, thankful for health. I think I just had my bout with COVID finish up a little bit ago here, and uh, luckily, um, thankful that that Dash never got it, um, which was great. So, um, and then thankful for you guys for inviting me in tonight um hopefully intern status hopefully many more in the future i provided your stats intern status javi bias need my coffee javi bias need my coffee cold like my gravy (laughs) no whipped cream (laughs) extra extra whipped cream extra hot yeah heard yeah splash what do you think before kyle oh brings that i'm not i wasn't done no i'm Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm thankful for the text I'm going to send you when Javier buys signs with the Tigers. He's not signing with the Tigers. There's no way. There's no way. I love it when you get worked up. Oh, God. I know. Isn't it so you much just, You just sat straight up so fast. Isn't yeah. it so much fun? <laughs> Dude, abs hurt. He's calmer than you are, though. <laughs> uh, this will be my last podcast. <laughs> See you in 2023 when I get my cake. I'm thankful for family kennedy my mom dad stepdad nieces nephews all my family near and far uh to the greatest friends in the world love you guys not just you two in front of me but all of them you guys know who you are hey, you bitch. and work stuff and thankful for all the fans of the feast and this podcast that We've very much enjoyed doing over this last 13 weeks plus 
I mean, it really started like six months ago with me and you sitting in a garage and freaking hanging, listening to music, trying to decide what we wanted our opening song to be. Yeah, that was a fun process. Yeah. A long process long of trying process. to figure out our opening song. <laughs> long process. But no, you know, thankful to still be walking around and breathing and you know what I'm thankful still enjoying for? life. What are you thankful uh, for? We'll, we'll leave on this. I'm thankful for 8 a.m. on every Tuesday for when the feast drops directly to my phone. Downloaded straight up. Available on all major podcasting platforms. Oh, yeah. Wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Much love. Stay safe. Thanks, Chris Burns, for joining Thanks, us. Thanks, Chris Burns, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, I love you, Kyle. Love you, Socks. Until next week, everybody. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Spinebuster Sports on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Spinebuster Sports. Spinebuster Sports. Hit the buttons, you nerdies. <laughs>